Hit it! This is a very sensitive subject. going on guys you guessed it it's just me andy joining you for another episode of the tail ghost podcast today is monday may 9th 2022 and what a weekend we had of sports a lot to cover for me on this quick episode i think from what i'm told later on the week the man in the middle will be joining Myself and Will, I think we're going to do an episode together. If not, I'll give you more content throughout the week. But I do want to get started. I'm probably the most talked about event this weekend. Happened later on in the day, the Kentucky Derby. Um, what what an exciting, what is it, a minute 30, a minute 40 usually. Uh, you know, We'll call it two minutes in sports. Even if you're not a horse racing fan, and you're able to throw this on. You know, we got another race coming up in a couple of Saturdays. Um, but the Kentucky Derby never lives down. And what a winner we had. A surprising winner. Someone that wasn't even supposed to be in the race. They were added horse. 80 to 1 odds. Uh, ends up winning the race. I'm going to give you the final call. And I'll talk about it a little bit more. But what a call towards the end of it to have the 80 to 1 odds winner end up winning the race. And they're into the stretch, and it's Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandin is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandin, these two, stride for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandin, reach strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness, the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Red Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. The call courtesy of NBC Sports. Rich Strike comes away with the victory. 81 odds. You kind of heard the crowd go silent there. They didn't know what to think. Epicenter was out there in front. They just If you get a chance, go watch the overhead view of Rich Strike, where they came from, how they got out to the lead, and how they ended up winning the race. Um, just incredible. Everyone was stunned. I think he, the, the trainer was stunned. The owner was stunned. At 80 to 1 odds, I mean, you put $10 on that, that turns you into 800 bucks. I mean, what a win. What a race. Uh, will they be able to do it again at the Preakness, uh, Preakness Stakes? I don't know. I'm more excited for the running to the Preakness. If you don't know what that is, running to Preakness is when people try to run across all the porter potties that they have set up. And as they're trying to run across the top of the porter potties, people are throwing beer cans at them, trying to knock them off. Go on YouTube, look it up, run into the Preakness. Uh, we have that in a couple weeks coming up. Uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. You know I want to talk NHL playoffs. I've got it on live right now. Pittsburgh and New York just ended. I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Uh, just coming out today, NBA MVP uh, back-to-back winner in Nikola Jokic, uh, two-time MVP winner. He won this year last year. Before that, Greek freak out of Milwaukee. The two years before that, last four years, all international players uh, the last four years has been two international players, but four international winners in the MVP award in the NBA. 
a lot has happened. I didn't talk a lot NBA playoffs because I was a little bit bitter that the Cavs were knocked out of it. You know, our home team. I wanted to see what we could do, but um, you know, a handful of matchups going on right now as we speak. Miami Philly tied two to two as of now. They don't play till Tuesday night at seven thirty. Uh, they're they're saying James Harden isn't James Harden anymore, and but Embiid showing up why he should be the MVP, kind of taking over. What a great series! Hopefully, this one goes seven for the basketball fans. You gotta love the one and the four seed going at it. I don't think Philly really was a four seed. I think they're a little bit higher, but to have them be you know tied two to two in this series, it's great. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston are actually playing right now. Um, that series was led two to one in favor of Milwaukee. Um, trying to pull up that score as we're looking just to see what it's at. It looks like uh, Boston is up by 10 points with about four and a half left in the fourth quarter. So Boston with the opportunity tonight to even up the series at two to two, go back to Milwaukee on Wednesday. Um, moving on Western conference, a little bit of controversy in this one as well. Sorry. I'll talk, uh, allergies here in a little bit of why I hate this time of year, but why I also love it. Uh, if that's why I'm sounding a little bit nasally, Pollen is in full effect right now, and the bees and all that stuff can go piss right off. Uh, Western Conference, Phoenix, the one seed, another one tied 2-2 two to two with the four seed in Dallas. Uh, Chris Paul the other night, actually last night, fouls out, starts chirping with a Mavericks fan who is assaulting, not assaulting, but put hands on Chris Paul's family members. Ended up getting kicked out of the arena. Uh, NBA really doesn't mess around with that. If you're doing something that they're against, especially team security, you're gone. Uh, so Chris Paul fouled out. 25 minutes, I think he played. He only had about six points. Uh, so Mavericks win both at home. This is one of those back and forth, you know, win at home. Suns won hands only at home both games. Mavericks do the same. Uh, so they will play Tuesday night as well. Mavericks going back to Phoenix. And the last one, Memphis and... Uh, Golden State, Golden State up 2-1 in this. They are about to start here in the next couple minutes. Um, this is in Memphis, or the, sorry, this game is at, at Golden State. Golden State with the opportunity to go up 3-1 to one in this one. Uh, so NBA playoffs carrying along, kind of that boring part where it's either going to be tied or take off with, these, with this series. Uh, moving on to UFC. I'm not allowed to talk about the UFC card because Will said he watched the entire card and only he's allowed to talk about it. So I actually didn't watch it because I was working Journey. But uh, to my knowledge, it was a very good card. The uh, big thing going into it, though, I will talk about this, was the champion, Charles Oliveira, not making weight. And they said the scales in the hotel weren't on point they were they were actually weighing heavy half a pound to a pound heavy um pardon me one second uh so they were weighing heavy and these guys came down they tested themselves on the scales it just doesn't make sense how the ufc allows this to happen to being that far off i can understand maybe like you know 0.1.2 off but to be off by almost a pound and have these guys coming down and, you oh, yeah, you got an hour to lose a pound, lose a half a pound. And that's what Oliveira ran into. So he doesn't make weight, gets stripped of his title, ends up winning. And there's just a – it creates a big mess because now the title's vacant. Since Gaethje didn't win, 
the title goes to nobody and it's a vacant title. And it's just a bad look for the UFC, in my opinion. Um, say what you want, make weight. Yeah, obviously you should know, but there, there's got to be accountability head, held to those that are responsible for setting the scales, making sure that they're on point, or telling the fighters way in advance that, hey, the scales are, are weighing a little bit heavy or, or whatnot. Um, the other big thing coming out of the UFC this week, and it, it was just noticed over the last couple weeks, that Dana White is no longer allowing UFC fighters to bring in their national flags with them as they enter the octagon. A lot of these guys, I mean, UFC is a worldwide sport. you got guys from all over the world fighting, representing their country. They're proud to represent their country. When they get in the octagon during intros, it's hanging behind them. As they enter the octagon, it's usually, or when they're going through their walkouts, it's draped over their shoulders. That is no more. And they are, they're, they're tying this to the um, issue between Russia and Ukraine. They don't want Russian fighters to be treated poorly. I get it, but I don't think UFC fighters going to, or UFC fans are going to take out their anger towards a Russian fighter because of what's going on overseas. They love their fighters. Um, they support them. Uh, so interesting to see that that went in effect actually UFC Vegas 52 on April 24th is where they notice it and it's now coming out uh, people are starting to ask questions of hey no flags no flags what's going on because it's a really big thing with everyone that we've got our flags around our, uh, over our shoulders and we're representing our country uh, give me one second as I take a sip of my Bud Light Lime which it's summertime I've talked about my favorite summertime beer Bud Light Lime Will always tell me I'm going to do these on my own. I have to slow down a little bit. I will not slow down. Um, but we don't. We I don't do beer reviews on my own. But there is something I want to talk about. It's at the variety pack of Bud Light Lime. The variety pack is now out. It's summertime. There's four different flavors that comes in that variety pack, and I am going to rank those for you in my favorite, going from my least favorite to my most favorite. Uh, the four are. Uh, traditional Bud Light Lime, Bud Light Orange, Bud Light Lemonade, and Bud Light Grapefruit. Uh, coming in last place for me, and this can go with pollen, is the Bud Light Orange. I used to be a fan of the Bud Light Orange. I don't know what happened to it. It just doesn't taste good. It tastes too almost like it's too much orange. Uh, in third place, I got the Bud Light Lemonade. Strong flavor, great flavor. Not as bad as the orange, but um, it, it's like one or two of those and a little too much sugar for me. Second place is the grapefruit version of it. Uh, very strong flavor, very good flavor, but nothing can top the good old classic El Clasico Bud Light Lime. The green label, the lime, the fresh lime peels in there. Uh, just phenomenal. Great time of year for it. You're doing the yard work, you're outside. Grab yourself a Bud Light Lime, grab yourself that variety pack, and enjoy all four of those different flavors. Now, favorite time of year, NHL hockey. I am going to turn you into a NHL fan by the end of these playoffs. You need to start watching. Now's the time. It's still first round. The games today kind of sucked. Uh, right now, I'm watching Colorado, who's a 3-0 lead over Nashville. I mean, Nashville really doesn't belong here. They don't belong on the same ice as the Avalanche. But every other game, uh, or every other series, has been absolutely ridiculous. Right before I started this, I watched the end of Pittsburgh and New York uh, Rangers, who are the two seed in their uh, division, they're down three to one going back home. The best goalie in the NHL 
um, I'm going to try to pronounce this right, Igor Shesterkin, best goalie, 36-13-4. For those that don't understand hockey uh, records, that's 36 wins, 13 losses, and 4 overtime losses. Allowed only 106 goals on 1,622 shots. That's a .935 save percentage. Is on the bench. Pittsburgh has scored so much up on him that the Rangers have had to bench him, and he's no longer playing in the playoffs because they think they have a better shot to win with their backup goalie. It's a veteran leadership on a good, experienced Pittsburgh Penguins team as they just went up to being up 3-1 on the New York Rangers in that series. The other one that was on at 7 o'clock tonight, and I think this game has gone final, which it just did. Wow. Uh, the Panthers came back to win 3-2 to tie that series up 2-2. Two to two. What a great series that's been. It's going back to Florida tied 2-2. Two to two. Um, So we'll see where that one goes. Again, experienced team in the Washington Capitals, but they've got Sergei Bobrowski between the pipes, second star in the game tonight. Uh, we'll see what comes of that. They will pick up that series on Wednesday back in Florida. Uh, the other game we have tonight, Calgary Flames, Dallas Stars, Dallas up 2-1 to one in the series. Uh, not expected to be that way. They're at home. They could go up on go up 3-1. to one. Never know. Last night, and this is probably, which would be uh, Tuesday, May 10th, it's a great slate of hockey because every single series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Bruins just beat the Hurricanes handsomely at home. Going back to Carolina, 2-2. Two to two. Toronto Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay Lightning need to go seven games for all hockey fans. Uh, Minnesota Wild just beat up on the Blues two, uh, three nights ago. And then last night, the Blues beat up on the Wild. Same thing, the, the Oilers beat up on the Kings. And then last night, the Kings shut out the Oilers. So who knows which way any of these games are going to go. The, the Tuesday and Thursday games this week are going to be great to watch. Guess what? They're all on ESPN and ESPN2. Throw them on. Watch them. Tune in to some playoff hockey. Do yourself a favor. Trust me, you will absolutely enjoy the remainder of playoff hockey. There's been a lot of goals scored, too. As of uh, when I'm recording this, the over-under is 19-10. and 10. A lot of those coming close to being a half goal or one goal off. So if you were to take the over in a lot of these games, you've been making yourself a little bit of money during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, other than that... I feel like I covered a good amount for you. I enjoy doing these on my own. Sorry if I talk fast. Um, I miss doing it with the group. Hopefully we get back into the, the studio this week for one night, you know, just to get the gang back together, give you a long episode. Uh, if anyone, again, wants to join in, you're more than welcome. I do have to give it back to Scott Hall to take us home for the night. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do.